everyone. Welcome back to another episode of These Are The Valleys. Man, I missed y'all. Did y'all miss me? I feel like y'all did, but I can't hear you, but you can hear me. So I'm gonna just take that as you missed me. Welcome back. Man, y'all I'm in a good mood. Can y'all tell I've been restored? Can y'all, can y'all hear it in my voice? Do I sound exuberant? Do I sound joyful? Do I sound filled with the glee of the Lord? Hey, Shate, Derebo. Almost caught the spirit right there. But uh, <laughs> welcome back, y'all. Today we're talking about not growing weary and doing what is right. And this is a very on-time message for somebody. Let me hear amen if you are that somebody. Y'all, clearly I got a lot of energy today, but let's get to it. Let's get to it. So basically, God just dropped this in my spirit last week um, or earlier this week, I should say, and was just like, yeah, this is the next topic. So I was like, bet. So obviously we need to reference Galatians 6, 9, New International Version reads, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Y'all, I have been in a place the last couple months, just overall really in this season of getting kind of tired of like, you know, keeping the faith and keeping pushing, even when circumstances, when situations, when my bank account start going backwards or start going away that I would not prefer. And um, I found myself, as I've told you guys in previous episodes, kind of blaming God for that. But it's really my fault and it's really your fault that you're growing weary. And I'm going to tell you why we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Okay. So God told me to tell y'all, he said, my people are tired and crawling around. First of all, crawling around. Wow. Their exhaustion stems from a hardened belief. It is their obsession with the results that is causing them to tire so easily. Y'all. This was painful for me to even write down because I know he was talking to me. He was talking about my people and there, but he was really talking about Jasmine. Um, So if this resonates with you, let's break this down a little bit more. The imagery of crawling around is just so, first of all, it's a tiring act, but it's also inefficient. It's like running on a hamster wheel. You're doing a lot of work. Like, have y'all ever crawled around behind a baby or crawled around in general? As an adult, <laughs> that junk is just not, your knees start hurting, it's stuff on the floor, poking your hands, like it's extremely uncomfortable and it's extremely inefficient. You can get where you're trying to go a lot faster. Similar to like I was just saying about running on a hamster wheel, you feel like you're putting in all this work and not getting anywhere. Maybe it's time to step off the hamster wheel. Maybe it's time to stop doing things in your own strength or doing things the way that you feel like you should be doing them as opposed to how God told you to do it. And there is a difference. Um, In our Bible study this week, we were talking about hardened hearts. And boy, was that a message. But we studied Moses in Numbers 20 when God told him to strike the rock or not strike the rock. He told him to speak to the rock to give the people water. And not only did Moses kind of take credit for it when it was happening, but he also disobeyed. He did get water out of the rock, but he struck the rock two times with his staff as opposed to speaking to the rock like God told him. Now, y'all, oh my gosh, I'm getting a revelation right now as I tell y'all this story. Which one is more efficient? Which one takes less energy? Speaking to a rock or striking a rock with a staff two times? Speaking to it, right? So... It's crazy to me that God just revealed that to me because I didn't even pick that up when I was Bible studying. Y'all, 
Sometimes we are going about what God told us to do in an inefficient way and wondering why we're so tired. Oh my goodness. I'm just going to let that be what it is because, oh, God is not playing with us today. He's not playing with us today. I'm like, oh boy, he is not playing with us today. If y'all hear some papers wrestling, I had to write down everything he was telling me. So just know I'm just in my journal looking at my notes because honey, he was not playing with us. He's not playing with us. So this reminds me of that scripture that says, let us run with endurance, the race set before us. Um, God reminded me that endurance or long suffering is a fruit of the spirit. So we have to acknowledge that when we are running with endurance, the race set before us, when we are running the race, guys, it is not in our own strength, but it's an acknowledgement of his. Because he is so strong, I can finish this race. Because he is so strong, I can continue working at this job until he tells me to move. Because he is so strong, I can continue um, making $50, stretch like 200 and, <laughs> you know, scraping and calling Bank of America every other week like, hey, that overdraft fee that's about to come in my account tomorrow. Listen, listen, listen. I got some things going on. Y'all just pull that off real quick. Which, by the way, if you didn't know that you could ask to get an overdraft fee removed, you ain't been broke enough for me. Okay. But um, yes, y'all, another thing that God told me about running this race is that we have to check our why, okay? We have to remember who we're doing this for. God said, those who are doing it for me keep going even when they tire. But those who do it for the blessing tire out and plop down complaining y'all first of all he didn't have to he didn't have to do me like that because he know i love a good plop down and complain number one thing about me i'm a complain <laughs> i'm gonna complain about it before i get it together i just gotta freak out a little bit i'm still got you know it's a work in progress god is still working on me okay but that really hit me in the head god is saying and he showed me this because i realized that I have a longer commitment or a longer sense of endurance and a stronger discipline and work ethic when there are things that God specifically told me to do. And I know for a fact he told me to do it. But when I'm doing things just for me or just for, you know, whatever, just for fun, I'm very lackadaisical about it. Um, Even if I'm looking for a specific result, I can even find myself losing motivation over time, losing steam over time. But God showed me that it's the things that he has ordained specifically for me to do, like this podcast or the women's Bible study group. Y'all, this podcast, we in our 20th something episode. That's crazy. With the women um, of Signs and Wonders Bible study group, we're well over a year and a half in. That's crazy to me that I've been doing this so consistently because if you know me, I told y'all before, I'm very multi-passionate. I will jump from thing to thing. That's previous me. Okay, she has died. All right, P. And this new girl, she is very consistent in the things of the Lord. And God showed me like when you are genuinely doing something for me as unto the Lord, y'all, oh my goodness. Okay, come on, Holy Spirit. Y'all know that scripture that says, in everything you do, do it as unto the Lord and not as working for man. That to me was like a charge to like, okay, yeah, I'm going to sweep this floor like I'm sweeping it for God. Like it doesn't sound super practical. But what I find right now, the revelation that I just got from that is the motivation changes your endurance. When you are at this job and you have the perspective that God placed me here, it changes your perspective. 
When you have um, children and they're getting on your nurse and you change your perspective, not to I had these kids, but God gave me these kids. It changes your perspective. It changes how you do things. And so I like to say that that scripture is a little deeper than what I was giving it credit for before. I was just thinking it was like, okay, yeah, everything that we do should be onto the Lord. That sounds real Christian, real good. But the, the heart behind it really, especially in this context is you can't do anything with diligence, which is excellence over a period of time, you can't do anything with diligence unless you are doing it unto the Lord. And let me not say that. It's not that you can't, okay? But it is way harder to do it if you don't have the proper why. Way, way harder. Because it's definitely people of the world that are very diligent and do what they gotta do. So obviously it's not true. But imagine how much more disciplined they could be Cause that's just what they're doing in their strength. Imagine if they had that super on top of their natural, like, wow, you know, man. So God told me to tell y'all when you realign with me, when you realign your why, when you realign your focus, get up. Okay. Remember he said we was plopped down complaining, get up. Don't forget to get back up y'all. I think y'all know for the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about it. I was real down for a little bit, but I am back up. If y'all cannot hear it in my voice, honey, I feel it in my spirit. Like I am up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing has changed in my circumstances. I'm in the exact same position I was in two weeks ago when I was about to like deconstruct my faith. But um, I, I just, it's a refresh in the spirit, y'all. It's a refresh in the spirit. And God is just so good. He's so merciful to give us that refreshing when we need it. And so, one of the scriptures that really comes to mind is Romans eight eighteen. Let us consider our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Y'all, that's so good. That is so good. So you telling me what I'm going through right now ain't nothing compared to the glory that is ahead. So you telling me right now, That's good news. Like that is some good news. And I even love the part where it says with the glory that will be revealed in us, in us, y'all. It's an inward thing that glory. First of all, first of all, if if you are to reveal something, that means it's already there. Come on, Holy Spirit. If you are revealing something, it's already there. There's already glory set up in your plan. There's already glory set up in your life. There's already glory set up in your spirit deep within you. God did that. Ooh, hold on, Holy Spirit. I can't breathe. First of all, God don't create nothing without glory in it. Let's start there. God does not create anything without glory already being in it because that's who he is. Period. So if you was created by God and newsflash, you were, you, my friend, have some glory in there. You have some glory in there, even when you don't feel like it. And what Romans 8.18 is promising us that our present sufferings cannot compare to the glory that's already inside that we not, we might not see. It's already there, y'all. Oh my goodness. That is some good Bible. Come on, Holy Spirit. I just literally, who? I don't know if y'all can hear it, but I'm getting riled up. I'm finna start sweating. (laughs) Is that TMI? Is that TMI? I feel like that's TMI. Oh my goodness. But yeah, y'all, that's pretty much it for this week. Just as a recap, essentially what God is asking you to do is to just get back in the race and remember to run it with your why in mind. Turn back to God, ask him how to go about the things that you are doing that are tiring you out and obey 
that's basically it. That's basically it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. Leave a rating, a review. Hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge. And I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye.